Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Dave Shepard, he's holding it down. He's coming to us live from New York City. And you, I don't know where you at. I know you're listening. You could be in your car. You could be at home. You could be at work. You could be outside. You could be on patrol. You could be you could be doing anything, cleaning, holding it down. I don't know what you're doing. I know that I'll be here for one more hour. I get started, though, every single weeknight, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. You can always listen to every minute. You can hit rewind. If you got the free Odyssey app on your phone, it's real simple, okay? Thank you to everybody tuned in on our many local CBS Sports Radio affiliates, Sirius XM Channel 158, and everybody locked in on a smart speaker. All you got to do is ask that speaker to play CBS Sports Radio, and boom, there's the show. We've had a busy Monday afternoon, a busy Monday night. If you were like me, you kind of locked into a lot. First of all, starting things off, Game two of the American League Championship Series went place or took place this afternoon in Houston, Texas. The Texas Rangers, they beat the Houston Astros. Five to four is the final score, and the Rangers now lead this series two to nothing. Nathan Avaldi playing out of his mind right now. Six innings pitched, nine strikeouts. It doesn't matter how many home runs that Alvarez decides to hit for the Houston Astros tonight. He decided to hit two. It didn't matter. The Astros are in a 0-2 hole. Later this evening, in game one of the National League Championship Series, we had the Arizona Diamondbacks take on the Philadelphia Phillies in Philly. This is game one. And the Phillies, they come out on top 5-3 to three, right out of the gate. Schwarber home run. Bryce Harper hits a home run on his 31st birthday. The next inning, second inning, Nick Castellanos, he hits a home run. And the Phillies got out to a quick 3 to nothing lead. And Arizona never got back into it. The Phillies lead and take the, the score, take the lead in the NLCS, one to nothing. They will be back in action tomorrow. And Zach Wheeler also having an amazing start. Six innings pitched to go along with eight strikeouts. And then on the football side, to kind of round out the sports trifecta from this afternoon into this evening, 
the Dallas Cowboys win. Monday night football, they beat the Chargers in Los Angeles. The final score there was 20-7. to Excuse me, 20-17. to uh, This game was pretty boring to start things off. We saw two touchdowns early, and then after that, it was field goal city until we got to the fourth quarter. A matter of fact, let's listen to a few of the key plays right out of the gate. The Dallas Cowboys and the Chargers, they both decided to go out there and put some points up. As I told you, the Chargers got it going. Justin Herbert to Keenan Allen to get things started, courtesy of Westwood. It's third and goal at the one of Dallas. Chargers have it in the gun. The Charger quarterback, Herbert. Receiver of motion, shotgun snap, quick throw, far side on the goal line, falling down, Allen catches, belt high, touchdown, inside the pylon, far side of the field, and the Chargers have struck first on a one-yard touchdown pass by Justin Herbert after a terrific pump return, sets up their great field position, 6 nothing Chargers early in the first. Dak Prescott, he was able to answer still in that first quarter, uh, fourth down, decided to run and scramble, and he didn't just scramble away from pressure. He scrambled into the damn end zone. Tying the game up. Listen. Fourth down and one. Powered by the side of Prescott. Three wide. 18 of the Chargers. Snap. Spin. It's a run by Prescott. Broke a tackle. 15. 10. 5. Touchdown. Takes it down the middle. Great fake to Pollard. Prescott runs it in. With a touchdown run. Of 18 yards, his first touchdown run of the season. What a call by Mike McCarthy. And now an extra point away from tying the game. Yeah, they did tie the game 7-all in the first quarter. And then we got into a field goal slot fest in the middle of the game. I mean, we went into the fourth quarter pretty much tied at 10-all until the Dallas Cowboys said, okay, enough with the field goals. They said, here's a touchdown. Dak Prescott connecting with Brandon Cooks on a two-yarder. Everybody bunched in tight. Second down goal. It's at the three of the Chargers. Prescott in the gun. Receiver Lamb in motion. Put him at the two. There's the snap. Crops back five. Power to block. By in time. He arches a pass in the end zone. Over the shoulder catch. Far side touchdown. Brandon Cooks is caught. A touchdown pass from Prescott over his shoulder with a defender draped all over him. Two-yard touchdown reception. The Cowboys have taken the lead early in the fourth quarter. Yeah, nice. Well, you know what? The Chargers said we can't let the Cowboys just score the touchdowns. We're scoring touchdowns again? Justin Herbert said, hey, Gerald Everett, catch this. Let's score another touchdown. Eckler is the back, three tight ends in from the one, fourth and goal, Chargers tight end in motion, four-man front, shotgun snap, rolling out of the pocket, throwing in the end zone, caught goal line, touchdown Everett, Chargers have cashed in, another one-yard touchdown run by Herbert, and they're an extra point away from tying the game with the clock at 7-11. So the game was tied now, right? The Dallas Cowboys got the ball back. They were able to kick a field goal right before the two-minute warning, and then the Chargers got the ball. They're down 20-17. to 17. Are they going to set up and get into field goal range? Are they going to throw a touchdown to win it all? Well, what are the Chargers going to do? Hey, l- let me remind you, the Chargers stink in late-game situations. Tonight didn't help. 
I want you to listen to this pretty much game-deciding play. This is also Kevin Harlan, and this is Justin Herbert throwing the ball to someone who wasn't his teammate. Third and 11 inside the Charger 25. Shotgun snap, right tackle block. Herbert Messi pocket throws his ears hit. A throw, it's intercepted on a dive. It's intercepted by the Cowboys at the 33. Stefan Gilmore got it and seals a Dallas win with a diving interception. Shane. It's just what happens with the Chargers. You, you want to hear something interesting? I'll give you a, a bad stat for the Chargers. I'll give you a positive one for the Cowboys, or at least Prescott. The Chargers. 15 of their last 18 games have been decided by one possession. 15 of their last 18 games have been decided by one possession. They stink at the end of games, man. They really do. And Justin Herbert, this guy, just spoke to the media and said, we need to do better. You know, it didn't go our way um, on the ground today. And, um, you know, I, I think it's just a testament to how good they played. And, um, you know, I think we can do a lot better on offense. And um, especially a quarterback, I, I can play a lot better. So, um, you know, I, I thought the defense came up with some big stops today, held them when we needed them to. So it's on us as an offense. Yeah, I would say that the defense in in a most uh, most of the times, the defense is the one that sucks. They really do. But tonight was a crap fest from both teams, and it didn't hurt or help Justin Herbert's cause at the end of the game that he's throwing a ball to Stephon Gilmore. Now I said I have something positive to you. If you want to find anything about Dak Prescott, maybe you don't like him. Maybe you don't think he's the guy. Uh, he is certainly always going to be criticized. When it comes to Monday Night Football, Dak Prescott is 5-1. and one. He has thrown 14 touchdowns to only two interceptions, and he has the highest passer rating in Monday Night Football history. That's Dak Prescott. And so maybe he should just play all his games on a Monday night. 855-212-4CBS. Mike is calling from Montreal. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Mike, you're live on the radio. It's Mark. Oh, go ahead, Mark. Knock yourself out. What's up? Okay, he's gone. Deron is calling from Baltimore. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, man, Darren. Yeah, what's up, Darren? Hey, I had two questions I wanted to ask you. Um, As far as the Cowboys, like with with the team that they have now, do you think that they should? Like make the playoffs and make a run. When when you say make a run, what do you mean? Make a run to what? Like make a run, as far as like to the championship or something like that. Uh, no, I think the Dallas Cowboys will get into the playoffs via wild card unless the Philadelphia Eagles fall apart. And I think we'll see pretty much the same scenario that we typically see in the postseason: that the Dallas Cowboys are good, but that they're not good enough to hang with the cream of the crop. Unless the 49ers are going to be hurt or the Eagles are going to be hurt, I think the Dallas Cowboys are in that next level. I don't think they're at the top. Okay. Uh, my my next question is, um, as far as Baltimore, mm-hmm. my boys got the win um, Sunday. 
And I wanted to know what you think about them in the red zone as far as uh, the team that we have, you know, this year with our wide receivers and everything. Well, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't see the game yesterday. I was at the, the New York Liberty WNBA Finals game. I did see some of the right. highlights. But if I have to think about the team as it's currently constructed, if you want to talk about the red zone, I, I think it's something that has to develop as the season goes on because we know the – well, not the Orioles. Uh, too many birds <laughs> in Birdland. You know, we know yeah. that they, they, they want to run the ball. And so what is their biggest and best option when you get into the red zone and you got your backs up against the wall? Is it, is it Mark Andrews? Is it Nelson Aguilar? The rest of the receivers are pretty on a small side. So uh, what's your concern? Well, I think, honestly, I think that um, Lamar, he's gone away from Mark Andrews because of the, uh, the other wide receivers that we got this season. So I think he needs to stick with, you know, what he's been doing over the last couple of years, over the last few years anyway. And I think he needs to stick with his boy. You know what I mean? But he, well, I think he's gone away from Mark Andrews as far as the red zone. But there are, there are so many games so far, especially early in the season, where the wide receivers haven't all been out there. Uh, I, I know Odell, yeah. is, Odell has just come back, and he ain't necessarily seeing the ball the way that he would want or anyone would want him to be. And so I think this is still an adjustment period, and I think it's going to take a full season, the rest of the season, for kind of things to even out. And even with all of the receivers that they have, option one and option two and option three in most cases is going to be to rush the ball. Right, right. So I would I would just stay tuned. Uh, the, look, they're going to end up in a postseason, and let's see if they fall on their face. Uh, we got to see if they can get it together. <laughs> All right, right, Darren. Thank you, man. All right, man. All right, Thanks, man. Well. No problem. 855-212-4CBS. He's back, I think. It's the man who said he's Mark from Montreal. Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, you know how much I love your show, JR? How much? I called Thursday in the middle of my call. Right. I just got hung up on. Right. Same thing happened tonight, and I still love your show. Uh, I didn't hang up on yeah, you. Yeah, Mark, we did, not, we did not hang up on you. We don't do that. Well, it wasn't me. Well, it wasn't us. Well, whatever you want to call your phone. I, what reason? I was in the middle of, of speaking to you, and then why would I hang up? I don't know. Well, I didn't. Well, you're here on the radio, so do you have a point to make? I mean, what do you want? No, I'm I'm just saying how much I like your show. Oh, well, Anyways. Okay. Um, JR, I got a question for you. Yeah. In the NBA, who's NBA. the best player? Who is the best player in the NBA? Yeah. I don't know, some giant on the Nuggets. Yeah, but say this guy's fully healthy and it comes to the playoffs without any injuries. Can we agree that Kawhi Leonard is of the best players? Uh, that's hard to say when he ain't healthy. I mean, I don't know what the hell he would look like because I don't know if he's going to be capable of getting back to what he was. That's a difficult All thing right. to say. So when Bryce Harper's, Harper is healthy in the playoffs, is he the best hitter in the MLB? Because I think so. Uh, he is certainly one. I don't think there is here is the best player in, in, in baseball. I mean, right. outside of Shohei Otani, it's tough to look at any one batter and go, dude's going stretches. I mean, 
you can say Acuna, you can say Judge, you can you can say Harper. Like it's up and down, and if dudes are healthy, you, you gonna get that. So I don't think there's I don't think there is a uh, a Barry Bonds ish player that you just go, oh, he's better, better than everybody. It might probably be Otani, but now he's even hurt. Yeah, but you don't think a pitcher facing Harper, Harper might be the scariest player to pitch well, against. Well, today, right now, he keeps cranking. I mean, I can go up and down the Phillies lineup. I can look at Castellanos. He's cranking. Uh, it's a game of ups and downs, man. Harper is nasty. There ain't no doubt about it. Yeah, I'm thinking about those eyes staring at you. Okay, Mark. Well, thank you. All right. Have a great night. Thanks. You as well. Yeah, well. Shep, that got a little interesting. How <laughs> did it at the end? Okay. Yeah. Hey, JR. Think about the, the, he's thinking about Bryce Harper's eyes staring at you. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hey, JR, who do you think has the best chest in all of uh, basketball? <laughs> was, that, was that what Mark was going to ask me next? I, I thought that was coming next. And then what hair? And then what hairstyle do you like the best in the uh, NFL? I don't wait. I, I was trying to figure out what NBA player is the most uh, bow-chested player in the league. I don't know. Man, they don't make him like Nate Thurman anymore. That's for damn sure. They don't make him. No, they don't. No, they don't. Hmm. I'm, I'm thinking. Hold. I'm still thinking, Chef. Who is? Uh, who has a barrel chest in the league? Nobody. These guys don't have a chest. No, 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 they do um, not. I mean, may, maybe uh, I'm thinking of like someone like Draymond Green, but that's more fat than muscle. Uh, um, yeah. could, is there anybody, uh, this is not a barrel chest, but is right. there anyone similar to Oliver Miller playing right that's now? A, that's a great question. Um, There's no more fat guys in the league. No well, you can't, you, 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 can't, you can't be fat anymore because now the game's played on the perimeter even with the fives. There um, are no fat I mean, guys N- in the NBA. Nikola Jokic was fat as a kid, but that doesn't really count for this conversation. No, nah, you're not fat no, no more. No, he's not. No, he's, he's finals MVP. That's uh, what he is. Maybe Joel Embiid's slightly fat. Oh, I don't know about that. He's just big. He's huge. He's huge. I mean, because you can't, you can't be a regular season MVP in today's game as a center and be overweight. I'm, now, I'm, I'm not saying... This guy is Shaq Diesel in 2000 or Dwight Howard in 2012 when he cared more about the uh, weight room than an offensive that. jump Who's hook fat? shot. <laughs> enough of all that crap. Who's fat? Who's there's the no, fattest but the point guy is in the league? The point is there's nobody. You've got to start looking at the coaches. I don't think Steve uh, Clifford's going to win a skinny contest anytime soon. Oh, you, you can't call coaches fat. Stop it. That's sure so you nice. can. No, you can't. They don't play. Sure you can. I'm By the way, I'm not. It's I'm easy not, to I'm, call a play as fat. Well, I'm not, I'm not Skip Bayless. I'm not going to throw Mike McCarthy under the bus because he's overweight. Uh... Let's see. Who's the fattest dude in the NBA? Jared, there's no fat guys in the NBA anymore. That's the point. I'm trying to think. There has to be there's, somebody. I'm telling you, there is nobody fat in today's game with anywhere you can just shoot from 45 feet and and, above, and beyond that. Five's got to they gotta be uh, they got to be completely multidimensional. They have to be able to switch out on ones. You can't be fat and play in today's game. Now, you can be fat and play in D3. I've seen those guys. I, I I know who it is. Who? It's the uh, I can't think of his name. He plays for the Grizzlies. He goes back and forth. But I saw him play in person. He goes back and forth between the G League and the. Uh, oh, the Jr. Mid- you can't count a two-way player as being an NBA player, though. Oh that, no, that's, he that's, is an NBA that, player. That, does, he, that doesn't he was count. Playing in the playoffs. That, that, really? Yeah, he's on the roster. He's he, going to be on the team. And he's he fat. and he was so integral. We can't even pick out who the guy is. Come on, and you and I know basketball. When no, I think of the Grizzlies, I think of Dylan no. Brooks, not anymore, but I think of John Morant. Yeah, I think of the new addition, Derrick Rose. He is a rotational player. He is a big, and he played, yeah. and he's going to be on the roster this year. Right. He's fat. 
And right, and they were a two seed that lost to a seven seed. So clearly that strategy didn't that work. That doesn't have anything to do with what I'm talking about. We said there's a fat NBA player. You said there's none, and I said there is one, and I thought about him. Uh, what's his name? Uh, You're Kenneth talking Kenneth Lofton? Lofton? Yeah. Oh, that doesn't count, Jr. It does. He's fat. He's a two-way player. That doesn't count. Why doesn't it? That's He's like an NBA me. player. He's going to be on a full-time rock. You over here peeking on the microphone, Shep. Relax. Sorry. Okay, well, that's like I mean, that's like me saying Brian Hoyer is a legitimate NFL quarterback. We just know he's he in is. for mop-up duty. Come on. He is. Listen, man, there's, there's a bunch of players. There's, a, what, 450 of them. He happens to be one of them. He's going to be in a, the, on the team. He's fat, okay? I don't he consider. Six, he is 6'8", 275. That's a big boy, man. Come JR. On. I, I I understand your argument. From, but when I when you I mean splitting hairs, the guys right. in the league. When man, I mean, you go, when oh, I mean there's not a fat player. player. I, I'm just I'm just saying there's no one relevant that matters in the NBA. Wow. I, I'll tell you this much. Relevant. I guarantee you, if you ask any caller on the air on the line right now, they would not be able to pick out Kenneth Lofton if he fell flat in front well, of their face. Well, that's 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 fine. He he's he's in the NBA and he plays barely. So that, I'm not. So I didn't ask. I didn't say superstar. I didn't say rotation. I didn't right. say starter. Well, Oliver Miller was relevant. Like Shaq when he was big. I didn't talk. I'm not talking about relevant, man. I said NBA players. Gotcha. He's in the league. Okay. He plays. I have seen him play multiple times with my own eyes. Yes. He plays. <laughs> I've seen him in person. Right. I, I've seen him. All right. He plays in the NBA, man. But, like, but, give him a Jared, break. But if we, really, if we really want to get technical, if Steven Adams was actually healthy in the postseason, Kenneth Lofton wouldn't have sniffed a second of NBA playoff hardwood. Sure. Okay, correct. thank you. Thank you. I'm not disputing that. But I'm, to say he's not an NBA player, is not, that's not fair, not true. He plays mm. in the league. He, he played because of injury. I'll give you that. A lot of people play because of injury. We had a guy just call and ask me about Kawhi Leonard. Like, come on. A lot of people play because of injury. Come on, everybody who plays behind Jimmy Garoppolo is waiting for their opportunity because he ain't going to play. Yeah, Brian Hoyer is one of them. 38 years old, he's still yeah, outplayed. he's been around yeah. 15 years. Still outplayed yeah. Mac Jones. Has he been around 15 years? We can't take away people's accomplishments, man. How you think Kevin Lofton's parents feel to hear you say he's not an NBA player? Come on. Them checks say NBA on it. Getting that money, you name me. Fat. You name me one other national radio show. What? That in for one split second has brought up his name in any relevant NBA conversation. I get what you're saying. Somehow he has made an NBA roster. So has Mike wow. Penberthy. So has David Stockton. I don't consider those guys NBA, NBA basketball players. players. No. I don't consider Scottie Pippen Jr. an NBA basketball player. I consider him an unfortunate part of a messy you know, divorce. I consider him that. Wow. You're tough, man. Sorry. These guys bust their ass. To make it to the pros, they were in the pros. Man, and man, I, don't, they, they, I don't consider this guy to be an NBA. Wow. You know what? Tough. If I was Scottie Pippen's son and I was born in the genetic lottery, I think I'd have a shot at the NBA too. <sighs> these guys, these man, these dudes, they, they play, Shep, man. You got to give them credit. If you are that tall and you are gifted to be Scottie Pippen's son, you know what? You're going to have some good fortune go your way. I'm not talking about Scotty's kid. Okay. I'm speaking in a general well, sense. Well, David Stockton was John Stockton's kid. It, I'm, I'm not talking about guys who, who hit genetic lottery. If you're playing consistent ball in the league and you're on a contract and you're playing in the NBA, God bless you, you're an NBA player. It's not like this guy, especially mm-hmm. specifically Lofton, 
yep. is just popped up so. and has just had one game <laughs> so, in the league, so if we and get, we never saw him again. The guy's an NBA player. Let's so, give him credit. So if I said, Jr., we can get Kenneth Lofton next week, you got to do a Zoom interview before the show. How would you feel about that? Would you sign up for that? I wouldn't do it before <laughs> the show. Okay. But what is, that doesn't mean he's not an NBA player. <laughs> okay. How many he's guys so, do I want to talk so to irrelevant. anyway in the first place? He's so irrelevant. You would have to take him live. That's how, that's how interesting he is to you. Well, it's not about interesting. Yeah. That doesn't mean he's not an NBA player. Right, right. He's an NBA player. Can we give the guy credit? That's not fair. I'll Chef. give him. I'll, I'll give him his. I will give him the proper respect because he has succeeded professionally as a basketball player. Yeah, it's hard. But, it's not easy. But I man. don't consider him to be an NBA basketball player. So you made a roster. That's fine on your Wikipedia oh, wow. page. Okay. No one says that guy's an NBA player. If 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 you're relevant, if you are a topic of conversation in just one scenario, I can consider you an NBA player. When you're a Mister Irrelevant, not the Brock Purdy kind, and you are and you are actually logging minutes because you should be there for your team in the postseason, and you're not there because of a plethora of injuries, then I will say he's an NBA player. I, th- I think you get where I'm coming from on this. No, JR. I don't. No, I think you're being too rough, man. These dudes bust their asses well, not to really. try to make the league. And yeah, of course, guys get injured. It's, it's sports. It's not like he wasn't playing. It's not like he was one game and he suited up and then he disappeared into oblivion. I, he's playing in the league, man. I gotta... It don't matter. Yeah, we got a lot of bums and bench warmers and dudes sitting around, but yo, if you in the league and you on a contract, man, God bless you. It's not easy. It's tough. It's all types of dudes trying to get into the league. So to say, hey, he's not an NBA player because he's not relevant or he's not clocking enough minutes, it's like, it's it's tough going, man. I give him credit. So, if, anyway, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to more of your calls on the other side of the break. I also want to talk about some of the, speaking of injuries, we're going to get into a lot of the injuries in the NFL we got a crap ton. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I do want to say I've, I've never called in. I love listening to you. I've, I've been listening for years. And, man, your show and what you say is just beautiful. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Cowboys win tonight over the Chargers. The Rangers beat the Astros this afternoon, taking a 2-0 series lead. And then the Philadelphia Phillies beat Arizona 5-3. They lead their series, taking game one. Yeah, all of that's beautiful if you're on the winning side. There are a lot of ugly things that went on here. Uh, Just over Sunday, now that we've concluded this week of the NFL season, a lot of injuries, a ridiculous amount of injuries. We got... Justin Fields dislocating his thumb against the Minnesota Vikings. He is now a doubtful to take on the Raiders in the next game. Uh, a matter of fact, his head coach, Matt Eberflus, this was the update on Mr. Fields. As I said yesterday, Justin Fields uh, dislocated his thumb. 
Um, X-rays were, were negative. We did the MRI today. Um, you know, uh, there's no timetable right now. Um, and uh, he's going to, uh, it's really going to come down to grip strength. And um, <coughs> natural swelling that occurs uh, with this injury. So we should know more um, at the end of the week. Um, is he going to play this week? Uh, looks to be doubtful uh, right now for that. But again, we'll see at the end of the week. And we'll be able to make that, uh, that known at the end of the week. So uh, that's where it is with that. Yeah, it makes sense. Can't, can't grab the ball, then you can't throw it. We'll see what happens with uh, Justin Fields recovering from his dislocated thumb. Uh, for the 49ers, they lost to the Browns 19-17. to uh, Christian McCaffrey, who's been having a ridiculous season, uh, he went down to an oblique injury in the third. He hung in there for a little bit, but ultimately had to leave the game. And at the point of him leaving, San Francisco still led uh, 17 to 13 at that point. Let's keep in mind Deshaun Watson uh, still out with his own shoulder injury. And then speaking of shoulder injuries, Debo Samuel uh, suffered his own shoulder injury as well. He was pretty much gone out of the game uh, from the get-go. Both Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey, they are both day-to-day. Next up for the 49ers, they have the Vikings right in front of them. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, he talked about the injuries. He was asked about Debo Samuel. And he's like, man, I don't know what that man's shoulder's like. Debo had a shoulder, did not. George Odom, thigh, um, didn't return. And Christian McCaffrey had a, a oblique slash rib. Go ahead. Any idea of severity on Debo or Christian? No, we don't know yet. Yeah, we, I don't know. Why are you asking me? I just told you your shoulder's busted up. I ain't got no additional information. Uh, Trevor Lawrence went down, had a knee sprain. He's day-to-day. Uh, Anthony Richardson, Mr. Busted-up leg, Mr. Concussion, unfortunately, uh, now Mr. Shoulder. It's been reported that Anthony Richardson is really considering shoulder surgery that would take him out the rest of the season. Uh, it would be a disappointing uh, start to his career uh, number four pick already had injury concerns with his style of play, how he was going to last. And damn it, he, he has not lasted at all. Pretty sad. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo going to the hospital with a back injury. Uh, it's just it's just bad. This is head coach Josh McDaniels uh, giving us the latest on Jimmy G. You know, there was some concern yesterday that we would, um, you know, there was an internal um, issue. Um, so we did a bunch of scans yesterday, last night. Um, seems like we've dodged a big bullet uh, in that regard. So that's good news. Um, you know, we're still doing a couple things this morning. Um, and we'll, you know, kind of make sure we do all the right things here as we go forward. But um, the prognosis is a lot better than it might have otherwise been. Um, don't know yet for this week, relatively speaking. Um, so there's a lot still to, I'd say, uncover in that regard. But um, good news relative to what it might have been. Oh, well, thanks. Does it sound like someone was dragging something across the table as he spoke? Anyway, maybe that was the, uh, the axe getting ready to come down on his coaching career. But what do I know? 855-212-4CBS. This 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side of the break before we roll out. Uh, even on the college side, there was a big injury to the Georgia Bulldogs. Someone who's going to be a high draft pick uh, might be out or will be out for multiple weeks. I'm going to get to your calls. 
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hey JR, such a fan of yours, man. Thanks for taking my call. And you know, you don't always get the most sane of callers, but you always handle it with such professionalism. And I really appreciate your content you put out, man. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. I feel like that's a precursor to some of the calls that I'm about to take. We'll find out. 855 212 4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, let's, let's pick up the phone lines. Cowboys win. Rangers win. Phillies win. Let's go to David calling from Nova Scotia. You are CBS Sports Radio. What's up, David? The JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. What's up, man? Great show tonight. I was just a little worried you and Shep were tossing the fat word around quite a bit. We're tossing a fat word, a fat NBA player. Yeah, like I don't know if you guys are talking pH fat, but I was hoping maybe next time you guys would use like a term horizontally challenged or something. You you want me to call an NBA player horizontally challenged as opposed to saying fat? I'm talking about his size and his uh, weight. Just trying to be politically correct. No, that's all I got, Jr. Thanks for my call, man. Thank you. David calling up from the fat police of Nova Scotia. 855-212-4CBS. Beck is calling from Florida. What's up, Beck? How's it going? Uh, Speaking of fat NBA players, how about James Harden, a.k.a. Josh Harden, um, before this year's uh, workout that he ended up having? Another guy, Dexter Pittman out of Texas, that the Heat ended up getting. He never amounted to anything. I think he could have been on the large side. But um, uh, one of your guests last week, Curtis Granderson, I got to meet him when my brother got to work for the Yankees down here when they opened up the New Marlins Stadium. That guy, absolutely the nicest, coolest dude ever. Nick Swisher, too, another one of those guys. That was great to listen to your interview last week with him. But the the, the, the segue to those Marlins, what are they doing? They got rid of Jeter. They got rid of Kim. You know, I thought this new regime was going in the right direction. Finally, we got rid of Samson and Larea, and then it seems that this new management and, and, and going forward that we finally get to the playoffs. You know, Jeter started doing things, and I think the, the story, speaking of Castellanos, I think he wanted to bring Castellanos back home and spend money, and the new ownership didn't want it. So are we back into the same thing? I thought the, the lights were bright moving forward with the Marlins, and it seems uh, we're just look, reverting back to the same thing. You got to take that up with uh, with owner Bruce Sherman. It's apparent that he he doesn't want to spend money. I'm pretty sure the next thing that we're going to hear about is is the lack of attendance. And you mentioned, uh, not in, in full context, the New York Yankees, uh, their president, uh, Randy Levine, not happy with the revenue-sharing situation because fans don't show up in Miami. They get a chance to share in the revenue. It doesn't mean that it's going back into the team or to the payroll. And, yes, it was disappointing to see that Kim Ng is is now going to be gone and they're going to bring in somebody else to run baseball operations uh, from a president's level, which would typically mean they're probably going to be adjustments on the roster as well, which is terrible. I mean, it's enough that you you, you got 
uh, Alcantara, who's going to be out due to Tommy John. And you just think up and down the roster that they're probably going to have to go through another reset. Uh, And I'm not going to say it's going to kill the Marlins. We might be surprised, but they're going to be wallowing in the the, the throws of you-know-what for a while, man. So I feel bad for Marlins fans, not that there are a million of them. And it's like any time the Marlins are good, even when they win a World Series, they've been deconstructed due to, to, to payroll. And so, unfortunately, the fans have never had anything to kind of wrap their heads around. And this is now uh, going on into 25, and we're going to be approaching 30 years before you know it. And the fans don't get nothing out of it. So I, I really feel for the, the Marlins fans that do exist, man. It's not cool. Yeah. Well, uh, you guys have a good one. And, and yeah, Ozzie Gee, I think uh, Shep mentioned him coming for the Yankees next year. That was the year he was actually the Marlins coach that year, too. I got to meet him as well. Um, but, yeah, um, yeah Ozzie Gee is not going to be coaching the Yankees. Sorry, Shep. <laughs> okay. But you guys have a good one. Thanks for all your good work. I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Beck, for calling from Florida. Shep, what the hell is he, what is he talking about? You know, what I was talking, talking about? about it last night on the air. Oh, Ozzie Gee to coach the Yankees? Yeah, they, they need some fire, and it's certainly not going to come from Boone. I thought he'd be a nice jolt, a nice, uh, you know, refresher down memory lane, so to speak. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they ain't bringing him in. It's, yeah, probably uh, not. But he'll create fireworks. You got to give him that. Yeah, too Yeah, too much too much personality. He ain't doing that. 855-212-4CBS. Paul is here from his Uber. What's up, Paul? You making a left or right turn, Paul? I'm making a left turn. Okay, what's going on with you? Okay, um, so this is my thing. Okay, there's football players generally um, train for four um, quarters of play, naturally. You, I, I think they, they play the last 17 games plus. That's what I think they do. Okay, so this is my suggestion. So for overtime... To spice it up a little bit. I don't know if they can do it or not, but why can't they put the backups in to, to settle out the overtime settlement? Because nobody, football, nobody, it, nobody wants to see the backups play football. It, you know, I'm just thinking if they try to protect the players, you know, they they don't in there, let them do overtime. For the most part, the players will be okay. Are they going to be tired? Yes. I think the NFL as an overall doesn't care about the protection of its players. Otherwise, it wouldn't have expanded to a 17-game season. Okay. Hey, thanks. Hey, thanks so much for taking my call. I, I, I wasn't taking up much of your time. This well, was just you, asking Paul. what you thought about it. No doubt, Paul. I appreciate you. You drive safe, okay? All right. Thank you, my friend. Yeah, I'm out here Uber driving. Yeah, go get all that money, okay? You, 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 got, you making money tonight? I'm making it. I'm making it. All right. Go get it. All right. Thank you, Paul. All right. Take care. You too. So, hey, when we get to overtime, let's uh, let's take Patrick Mahomes out the game and put in, I don't know, anybody. No, thank you, bro. No, thanks. Andrew's here from Baltimore. What's up, Andrew? Hey, JR. I just wanted to talk about the Orioles um, and how I think his name is Chef said that it was a disappointment that we got swept. Well, um, his, we... name, his, his name would be Shep, and he's right here. You can talk with him. So we, he said, I think it was JR said that we have the second lowest payroll in the league, which we do. Um, most of our players, only two of our players had playoff experience. That was Aaron Hicks and Kyle Gibson, who we signed in the free agency for pitching. 
they were the only two that had playoff experience. And then our manager also had no playoff experience. And we were going against a manager on the Rangers that had, has won three World Series on multiple different teams. So I wouldn't, as a fan, I think we're only disappointed, at least me personally, that we got swept. I think it's only disappointment because we had no expectations to be here. And um, that we got this far was really, like, a good sign. And with us having the lowest payroll, is a bright future. And I'm almost certain that we'll be back next year because we have so much on our farm system that we can trade away for pitching. And we also have so much money we can go and sign pitching. And it was also disappointing that our bats more so let us down than yeah. our pitching did because our pitching okay. kept us in the games. And our bats just disappeared, like, the last three weeks of the season. So I don't think it's really a disappointing season. Yeah, Andrew, yeah, well, Andrew, thank you. Andrew, you're right. I mean, if a team hadn't get swept all year by any series they played in but just happened to wait to the postseason when they get swept, that's not disappointing at all? Okay. I, I mean, I, when, I respect your opinion. I do. When you're playing against a team that has mm-hmm. the Rangers, how they only had two rookies to where we had about a mm-hmm. handful of them. And, 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 and they were so good, they lost the last game of the regular season when they could have clinched the division, right? Now let now let's look yeah. at the now let's look at the other league. Diamondbacks have just as little experience as the Orioles. They beat the hundred win Dodgers team. Come on, I mean, it's, it's Dodgers, a disappointment. We're not, it, they, we're not surprised here. Well, the but that, that's the problem. Healthy. That's the problem. Orioles fans need to expect better. You should have done better what? in the postseason. You know. Whoa, it. damn, Shep. Wow. The Dodgers have done this for the past what ten years. Meanwhile, yeah. the Rangers hired a three World Series manager that knows how to win the playoffs. Our manager has never been in the playoffs. Who has won a more Who has won a World Series more recently? The Rangers, which we know they never have, or the Dodgers, which they did three years ago. Yeah, Dodgers the, won something in 2020, the, bro. That's 62 games. That's not really the, considered the, a the World. Dodgers, it was actually 60 uh, games. The Dodgers uh, crapped the bed. That's even worse. worse. The Dodgers <laughs> crapped the bed more so due to their uh, their their pitching depth. Everyone was hurt. And so, yeah, they won 100 games. That's why I said you get to the postseason, it's a different animal. I, I think Orioles fans got a lot to uh, to appreciate based on what's happened. And to expect better, they, they're at the they're at kind of the, the next level to keep on going. So, uh, yeah, you could be disappointed in the loss. Who wouldn't be disappointed that their team lost? But they, they, they should have some, some brightness on the horizon. So I think there's a lot to appreciate. Hey, Andrew, thank you for calling from Baltimore, man. Thank you. No doubt about it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Be back tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific. Thank you to everybody tuning in and locked in. Congratulations to those Rangers, to the Cowboys, to the Phillies. We'll be back tomorrow to talk more football, talk more baseball. The JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. It's a wrap. You'll be safe, be well, be cool. Thank you so much to super producer and host Dave Shepard. Don't move anywhere. CBS Sports Radio, Amy Lawrence is coming up next. Thank you, Shad. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 